0: Welcome to Next Steps, the midweek podcast from Blackhawk Church, where we dig further into the message from Sunday, explore how to apply it to our lives, and offer a practice that will help us engage in prayer and grow in relationship with God. I'm Chris Kopp, joining me as always is Tiffany Malloy, and we're sitting here today with pastors Collier McNair and Matt Metzger as well. So. What's going on, you guys? It is uh, early-ish Wednesday morning after the election. Um, did you guys get any sleep last night?
1: A little bit. <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> Let's just say, I think that for all of us, we're drinking a good amount of coffee yeah. this morning. The oh, caffeine is cup. flowing, <laughs> yeah, flowing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier and the different ways that people <laughs> approached election night, whether it was with some Netflix at first, or uh, if you're like me, I was like refreshing Nate Silver on my uh, Twitter feed every <laughs> few seconds, <laughs> trying to get the latest analysis. Um, and then we're kind of all in between. But yeah, it was kind of kind of an interesting night. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're listening to this, here's the situation as of this morning. Again, it's early Wednesday morning. Um As you know, if you've been paying attention to the election results, there's just still a lot that's up in the air. A lot of states, at least as we're recording, like Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, that haven't been officially called. So we're not intending to get into all the details and the analysis of all of that here because... Uh, One, we're pastors, (laughs) we'd be kind of making it up if we were trying to do that, Um, but also it'll probably change by the time you listen to this, there might be a state or two that uh, we have a little more clarity about. So mainly we want to spend just a few minutes as some of your pastors, just to give a little bit of hope and encouragement Mm -hmm. in the midst of um, some of the ambiguity of this moment and some of the various things that, that people might be feeling. And we'll end with a prayer practice as well after this conversation. That will help us do a little self care in the midst of an anxious week, and and to be able to pray for what's going on. Um, so first of all, you guys, how how are you doing? Any just kind of gut reactions to the past twenty four hours, or what's what's uh, been happening, especially last night?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great. Question: I, I, we were, we were all talking, you know, kind of as we were getting ready for this. I think that all of us went to bed sometime when our clock said AM. It was no <laughs> longer PM. It was AM, and different levels of AM. Um, I know that that for for me, last night, my my wife and I actually got together with another couple that we had set up way ahead of time, um, just to get together and just spend time talking about parenting this family. They go to Blackhawk, they have a couple of girls and wanted to get together with Rachel and I. So we went and we sat on their back deck around a campfire and and just talked. And it was early in the evening and none of us realized that we were setting it up on election night. I think that was the thing, but we went ahead and we did it. And we were there for, I don't know, a couple hours. And during that time, we forgot that it was election night. And it felt fantastic <laughs> because we just had this great conversation about the way that, um, that God has worked in our family for Rachel and I, and the way he was working in their family and different questions. And it was just, it was one of those nights, it was just fantastic conversation, came really easy. And, and we got to the end of it and we were on our way home and, and the couple said, so are you going home to look at stuff from the election? And it was like this dark cloud, like just descended on Rachel and I. I think that we both groaned. We were like, oh, <laughs> because there was just this reality of like, oh yeah, it's election night. Here's what's going on. Yeah. And, uh, um, and it, was, it was one of the first moments that I realized how heavy all of this has, has been on me, not just in getting ready for a sermon this past Sunday, but just how, how heavy the whole situation's been. And um, and so we went home and just started watching from that point. And uh, yeah, it, you know, I mean, nothing that's been called and there just continues to be this, this feeling of heaviness. And then watching people on social media and the fear and anxiety that's coming out in, mm. in people right now at this moment, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty high. Yeah,
2: yeah. more and more, I'm, I'm just, um, you know, convinced that, it, you know, this is about us as people, you know, and um, and and that's why it's so good to be here this morning. You know, as pastors and, and leaders in the church, because we we're thinking about people, people that we're we're pastoring, people who we know, people who we want to get to know. Um, I mean, this is this is God's church, and all kinds of people come here, and we don't know. Um, we don't always know who they are, especially a church this size, and we certainly don't know what everybody's going through. Um, you know, and there are, uh, you know, there. I understand that there are legitimate gripes out there. There are people who have experiences, and it's 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 difficult. Um, you know, in this state, even though we have no idea, we have no idea how this is going to turn out, and anxiety and and you know this this feeling of of you know uncertainty and and um, you know <laughs> fear, <laughs> anger, <laughs> mm-hmm. doubts. Um, you know th- these are things that um, you know they they play on our emotions, and that's why it's so important for us to be able to to set our our, our affections on God, fasten our eyes on God, get in the Word, pray, and remember that ultimately He's the one who cares for us, you know? And I think that's, that's kind of my, my feeling this morning. My thought, I just want people to know, and, and Chris Scott really appreciate, you know, you and Tiffany, uh, in, inviting us to, to be here to just remind people that God really cares for them. And so regardless of how things turn out, legitimate gripes, legitimate opinions of what have you different feelings, God knows what's happening. He, mm-hmm. he's a perfect God. Um, He's a sovereign God, and we don't just throw that out there because it—it's true or it sounds good. But just know that wherever wherever you are, and, and whatever your your feelings are about how this, or your situation, or opinions, or whatever, let's just remember to to care for people, and remember for those of you who who you know look to God sometimes and say, well, you know, what about me? Or whatever. what God knows. He cares for you deeply. And so we just, we want you to know that.
3: Amen, mm. that's good. I think for me, um, I've been surprised over the past couple of days how feelings, kind of like you said, Koli, of maybe anxiety or, um, I don't know, This it, it's settled in my body where it's like in my mind, I'm not thinking about something, but suddenly my body feels anxiety or t- like out of nowhere. And so it's been just a good opportunity for every, t- every time I feel that to, to ask myself, like, what am I putting my hope in right now? What, who am I trusting? And so I think that, um, in a different way than in the past, it's been a good, like my body has reminded me, um, to continually be reflecting throughout the day of like, yeah, who am I looking to uh, right now? So it's been, it's been hard and
1: good. Yeah. That's so, that's so good. I, this morning I, I woke up, um, and, uh, and the first thing that hit my mind was actually a song um, that uh, Hannah Bussey wrote. Shout out to Hannah Bussey, our director of worship arts ministry. And I don't know the name of the song, but it is all based on Psalm 20, I think verse seven, that says, some trust in chariots and horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. And and that just kept Coming over and over as we turned on the news this morning, really early, and we're looking at what had happened over the last few hours um, of just remembering um, who who is it that we put our trust in? We have an anchor that's different um, than people who are just looking for self-help to be the thing that gets them through a particular season like that. There's something deeper for us as Christ followers that we can that we can grab onto that we find as our anchor point.
0: Yeah, that's that's helpful. Yeah, I mean, just to say out loud too, like if you are feeling anxiety or stress, whether last night or as this continues to unfold, because again, it might be um, throughout the rest of today that we're still waiting on things. Some states are are uh, counting votes for the next week or so; they allow for that, so it could take a while. But if you're feeling that, it doesn't mean that like you're not trusting God enough or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like a natural human response, like there's the normal things of life and maybe you're a parent and all that kind of stuff. We're in the midst of a (laughs) pandemic and then you put the election on top of it and yeah, there's just a, a lot going on. And so our bodies and our minds are reacting to that. So, um, it's so helpful to have that reminder that, yeah, we want to trust in God. We want to put our hope in him and, and to keep that at the forefront. Um, but don't feel like guilty about the fact that you might have these other things that you're you're processing through or, or working through. I think that's a natural, um, natural response. What else, you guys? Anything else that, um, as you've kind of been processing through things with the Lord or... Um, just kind of, kind of praying over the the last several hours or anything like that. That you feel like anything that he's impressed upon you or anything um, that you feel like he's he's telling you that our congregation needs to hear or anything like that. You know,
2: um, the, the the reality is, at some point, we're we're going to know the results of all of this, and I think it's important as Christ followers to remember um, you know, the, the scriptures that talk about love in first Corinthians, uh, 13, um, you know, it, as Christ followers, we want to be sensitive. There's a, there's a lot of insensitive, um, uh, people in this world, you know, it, it doesn't matter which side you're, you're on. We should be, again, uh, thinking about other people and, and caring for other people, you know, as a country, I think what makes us great, this idea is that, that we can, you know, live in this democracy and we can, um, you know, uh, uh, experience this process and, and come out on the other side and, and respect it, you know, regardless of where that is. And it doesn't help when we are, when we gloat or when we, act like you know we're we're winners my side you know whose side are you on right we're on god's side but i, I want to share you know the, the scriptures in first corinthians because i think they they they're so important and i want to remind people remember love doesn't vaunt itself it doesn't gloat i mean specifically love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. That always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So, you know, that's a word to me, a word to those of us who represent Christ, like Matt said this past week about being representatives. People got to know that, that That he's real, He's real in us. That's what Jesus prayed, Lord, God, Father, I'm praying for my disciples that people would know that you're real, that they're real. and mm-hmm. and this is one way to to demonstrate. So, hey, you win, you may be happy. Um, but let's the real winners are those who understand, okay, that's how it went but we're, we're concerned about God's will. And my role in that is to make sure that I'm not falling into these, these, in, these traps of insensitivity and, and you know, uh, the, the human nature to, to uh, not care for others well.
1: PC, that is so good. And uh, yeah, it does remind me of some of the stuff that, um, that we were looking at on, on Sunday and that... Um, I don't know. I feel like God um, as a church has been kind of moving us this direction Mm -hmm. to to remember the fact that there are people who are going to feel really deeply about whatever the outcome is in this election. And really for all of us, we still have no idea where things are going to land. Yep that, that they' they're going to be people who are grieving deeply yes, and fearful yes, about the future and yes. angry like yeah. like I think about if I um, if I knew that there were friends of mine that were like in deep grief and sorrow yep. over like a death yep. or something that had happened in their family how would I be moving towards yes them? yes and so if it, take the take the, the the situation away if we know that we have friends who are feeling those type of emotions? What does it mean as a Christ follower for us wow. to reach out? Because the ultimate thing we're supposed to move towards, as human beings created by a perfect God, is to love God and to love others. Wow.
2: That's powerful. And
1: uh, and so for all of us, you know, I mean, the main our main audience in this podcast that we're doing this towards for all of you who are not Blackhawkers, we're so glad you're listening right now. <laughs> yeah. So glad you're joining us. But but this is geared towards really being an encouragement. And um, an inspiration for the people who call Black Hawk Church their home. What does it mean for us to love each other this way, to love our neighbors this yep. type of way? Because yep. again, the bar right now is set so low. <laughs> people are, I mean, and I know it's the news. People like, we see the stories of people who are gloating and mm-hmm. proud and, you know, all yep. of the things that yep. are not a part of that passage, yep. PC, that you just read. What does it look like for us to be different than that? Yeah to be light in a really dark season of, of our society right now.
0: Well, yeah. You talked about the the low bar and the division in our country right now and your message on Sunday. And yeah, the past 12 hours have just been confirmation of that with how tight things are. Even in Wisconsin, last I checked, it was within like 20,000 votes or, or something like that. Um, so we live in this divided, uh, nation, of course, but this divided state, even and so, mm-hmm. how, yeah. How do we how do we love each other and pursue unity in the midst of in the midst of that? It's been kind of interesting, even over the last few days, as we knew the election was coming. Um, people have reached out to me. I've reached out to people that there's been some friction with mm-hmm. over the last month or two as relates to politics. And it's kind of like, we're, we're like, we're making up or we're making nice. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I love you. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. for like the, the ways that things got, mm-hmm. got tense or heated, yeah. but I care for you at the end of the day yeah. and like value your opinion and your experience yes. and like the legitimate things you're feeling and your legitimate fears and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. So the more we can, can press into that, especially as Blackhawk church and as a family, um, that's, that's going to be good for us and good for the kingdom. What else, you guys, anything else? Any, uh, again, any just kind of encouragement as we sit here that you'd wanna give our congregation as as we try to move forward from here into these next few days, into this next week? Um, so whether that's encouragement for how we wanna carry ourselves or encouragement for someone that is just kind of feeling um, anxious or uncertain, what would you guys say?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, there there's another scripture, you know, I, it, this is, this is so good. I mean, it's, we have the answer, you know, when, when in Jesus, even if we don't know what the answer is, we know where to go to, to get the answer. And, and I, I admit, I'm not always um, in, in the word. <laughs> i always, you know, read, I got a scripture. I get scriptures every morning and I read them, you know, and I go about my day. That's why I always like to say, put, put Jesus in the middle, not, not first. I mean, put him first too, but definitely put him in the middle. First middle and all,
3: all <laughs> because when you put
2: him in the middle, he's he's in the middle of everything you do. Right. You know, but, cause a lot of times, let me, let me check him off. I put him first, you know, I, I got up in the morning say my prayers and now let me go do what I really want to do. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's a struggle uh, sometimes, uh, and I just admit that. Just, yeah, I find myself just, you know, reading the scripture just to feel good about myself. But it is in in you know times like these, or anytime we're facing, um, you know, tough situations, where the word of God really does wash over us. And I just think about another scripture um, in Romans fourteen. I think is helpful. It's helpful for me. And uh, it really talks about not allowing your good to be evil spoken of. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I love this because, and I'll share, share it again, just throwing out things. Hopefully, you know, this lands with people. But But Paul is talking about, I know and am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. But to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. I think this is a different version. <laughs> I may have downloaded here. <laughs> But yet, if your brother is grieved because of your food or you are no longer walking in love, do not destroy uh, with your food the one for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be evil spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. For he... Who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by man men, and so I just love that it's just another you know reminder that that little scripture right there in the middle that i I don't want my good to be evil spoken of you know i I want to be conscious of how I am portraying you know uh, the 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 Christ in me mm. and um You know, just like you said, you know, just conversations with friends and being willing to go back and say, you know, hey, you know, know, I love you. I respect your opinion. And sometimes we need time to be able to do that. So, you know, encourage people, take some time in this season. You know, Uh, I think we talked about that some of that before we came on. Uh, So many things out there, uh, Chris, where, where people are being encouraged to take care of yourself. So we encourage you to do that that one of the best ways to do that is with scripture but however you need to do that you know walks uh, family um a little fun a movie or whatever take some time and 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 really take care of yourself so that you can take care of other people mm. yeah thanks coley
3: you know i was thinking this morning i was really glad in a way that uh, when we woke up i was thinking you know what we don't know the winner and i'm um, I think that provides us an opportunity this morning to talk a little more freely <clears throat> about some things. About it isn't it isn't it's not about who wins, you know, if Biden or Trump wins. It's about um, something more. And I was thinking, what does it mean for the church to win? You know, <sighs> I, I was thinking, you know, Trump, Biden, um, that's one thing. But what is it? What does it look like? And I think it looks like getting up today and tomorrow and the next day and loving our neighbor well. It's about um, caring for those in our community who are on the margins. It's, um, you know, I was thinking, what does it look like to make Jesus look good today and tomorrow and the next day? And I think that that's what a win looks like for for us. And um, to me, that's really motivating and it provides a hope um, that the candidate that I want might or might not win, I don't know. but. but I can do some things and I can follow Jesus and I can point people to Jesus and, and not in a simplified, like happy, clappy, like yeah. hopeful way, but actually <laughs> like we don't get to vote on kingdom values. Like yeah. they're there and God calls us and there's so That's much right. work to do regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We just don't vote and then say, okay, four more years from now, we'll, we'll, You know, we'll try again, but um, it's actually we get to live out our politics the way our 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 community, you know, every day. Politics are Jesus, yeah. (laughs) So um, that provides a little hope this morning for me um, as we sit here.
0: Yeah, I heard a pastor named Leith Anderson say um, recently, like, if the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. That carries into how we engage with politics and just yep. life in yep. general. Like, yep. so, so in all of this today and this week, we should try to make God look good. Like that's basically <laughs> the goal. That's the yep. win for the church. If our yes. candidate wins, but we like tarnish our witness in some way because of the way that we're conducting ourselves, yep. that's not a win. So mm-hmm. let's reflect who Jesus is to the world around us. Let's live out these kingdom values, regardless of who the winner is. Um, and let's make God look good.
3: Yeah, and I think we get to invite people. Um, You know, if you think about, you know, I think about... If, if my kids, this is so simplistic, but if my kids are playing a game and somebody somebody loses, right, and there's this tendency to go and pout. Um, but if, if one of my kids said, hey, you know what, let's just go, let's go play soccer. Like, let's go outside and play. I think it's like this, this beauty of inviting people to like, let's just move, like, like let's move on, like, come with mm. me. And, you know, and I think that as Christ followers, we, we know that we're divided in how we have voted politically, um, but we get the opportunity to reach out across the aisle and say, you know what, let's, let's, go, let's go make Jesus look good. Together, mm-hmm. and I, um, so I think that that is a a real challenge and um, opportunity, like you said, Chris, yeah. that we have in front of us.
1: Man, those things that you all just said were so good. I feel like there's the mic drop moment right there. <laughs> you know, to be able to walk away. I had things that I was going to say, but I just listened to you all and sort of felt like I. I just got sucked into the things that you were saying to where I felt like I was just a listener on the podcast right now. That was so good.
0: No, so. take us home. I know oh, you got you to gotta yeah. take no, us home. Yeah, no, anything I
1: say now is going to sound stupid. you not man. You know, the things for me that, um, I feel like my mind keeps coming back to, there's a really short verse in scripture, Psalm 56, 3. Um, because I know that for a lot of people listening right now, we are in this world of still waiting to find out.
2: Yeah.
1: But but for some of you listening, this might be two, three weeks down the line, and we've found out. And so there's a there's a particular type of fear that people are in that's sort of more of an anxiety of what's going to take place right now. Yeah. And two or three weeks from now, there could be a different type of fear of here's reality of another four years, and what's that going to look like? Wow. Yeah. But but regardless, I I sometimes I love finding these short little passages of scripture. They're yes. just simplistic, yep. and and hit at home. Psalm fifty six three says, "When I am afraid, I put my trust in you." Mm. And I feel like that I am trying to live in that mode right now. Regardless if it's this time where I don't know, or once it hits the time where I do know, because again. Both sides are flawed and have issues and there is sin involved with all of it because there's sin involved with all of us. So um, I think to be able to, to, to remember who I put my trust in and then just like what you guys were saying, to, you all were saying to, to, to live in a way where Jesus wins, the church wins and, uh, and to try to live that out as best as I can. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. So wherever your anxiety levels are at right
0: now or whatever you might be feeling or experiencing, uh, I hope that, yeah, I hope that that was a little bit encouraging and hopeful. Thank you so much, you guys for pointing us toward Christ and and pointing us towards scripture and the hope that we have in him. And I love what you said at the beginning, Coley. like whatever you're feeling and all of that is legitimate, that God loves you and he cares Mm. for you in the midst of that. Such a good reminder. Um, so as we wrap up, take some deep breaths this week, um, do whatever you need to do to, to care for yourselves well. And like Coley said, so that you can care for other people and love other people well too, and make God look good. Um, so as we wrap up, we provided a tool at the end of this, as we usually do a practice that will hopefully help with that a little bit to help take some deep breaths, to do some self-care and just be in tune with the ways that God is present in your life right now and what he might be be saying to you. It's also an opportunity to to pray for our country and for peace and for our church and some of those things too. But hopefully it's just a tool that will help us to slow down and to kind of be reminded of the hope that we have in Christ. Um, So, thanks so much for joining us. I'm going to turn it over to the practice. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. What we're about to do is pray, yes, but more than just praying through a list of things, we're also going to do a little self care. So, we're going to slow down, breathe deeply and pay attention to what god might be doing in us today because whether you've felt stressed or anxious throughout this election process given everything happening in the world right now we all need to take a moment to stop pray and hit the reset button now one more note yes absolutely we should all be praying for our president and our elected officials whoever they may be The Apostle Paul in 1 Timothy 2 urges us to pray for kings and authorities, so please do that. But for the sake of this practice, we're gonna focus on ourselves, on our church, and who we are going to be in this season. And we'll pray for God's kingdom of peace to advance. So as we begin, I want to encourage you to take a few deep breaths. Now I know often when we start these prayer practices, we ask you to take a deep breath. And maybe it's gotten to the point where it just feels like that's rhetorical, but no, stop, actually take a few deep breaths and acknowledge that God is present with you in this moment. Maybe those are the first deep breaths you've taken in the last couple weeks of this election season. You've just been holding your breath, waiting to see what would happen. Or maybe it's the first time your lungs have fully filled with air since eight months ago when the pandemic started. So let's do that one more time. Let's continue breathing deeply for just a bit longer, but this time, Each time you breathe in, ask God to fill you with his spirit. Go ahead and breathe in. And as you breathe out, breathe out any anxiety, fear, or sin, anything that's not from God. This is symbolic, of course, but let's use it as an opportunity to confess sin, to acknowledge the ways we're in need of God today, and ask Him to fill us with the power of His Holy Spirit. So breathe in, and breathe out. Now before we get into praying for our country or church, take a moment to take inventory of where you are at. How are you doing in the midst of all of this? Maybe as you were breathing you took notice of some stress or anxiety that's in various parts of your body. Pay attention to that, but how's your soul? How's your relationship with God, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with other people? Is there anywhere you're feeling tired or scared or anxious where you need God to come and intervene and give you comfort and hope? Is there anyone you need to reach out to or ask forgiveness from? Take just a moment to take inventory of where you are at and ask God to meet you in the midst of that. Next, let's pray for peace for our community and country. And by peace, yes, I mean the absence of violence and conflict. Certainly, let's pray for that to be true over the next few days. But Let's also pray for a greater kind of peace, or shalom as scripture calls it. For prosperity for our country, for wholeness and for the flourishing of all people. So let's pray that God would begin to heal the rifts that are visible in our country right now, that he would heal the division, heal the relationships that have been strained over the past days and weeks and months. Go ahead. next let's pray for us as a church pray that we would love people well the rest of this week and beyond regardless of what's happening in the news and regardless of what's happening in the polls let's pray that we would be unified particularly with other christ followers and particularly with people in our own church Despite whatever differences we might have politically or otherwise, pray that we would listen to each other well, that we would be humble, that we would speak kindly and compassionately, and that we would be a people that love each other and are unified and shine like a light for Christ in the city of Madison and beyond. Let me close with these words from the Apostle Paul in Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. And everybody said together, Amen. God bless and have a great week.